2: The Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Thank you so much for being here, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Quite a Super Bowl, down yeah. to the wire. Yeah. Good game. Rams Good game. win. Yeah. Bengals put up a fight. I mean, could have easily won. Oh yeah. Halftime show. Dre. Yeah. Snoop. Different people act. Hey, well, so, what do you think of that? But the fact that the headliners were over 50 years old, I think it's great. great. <laughs> that is true. I didn't no, think about that. No one right. thought about the age aspect of it all. Uh,
3: I just tell people, we're, it's not for me. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, would it kill them to do Foghead bloister Cult just once?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I saw one comment, and I, I wish I could give him credit. I thought it was really funny. Um, it's like a lot of us, either older millennials or younger Gen Xers, are like, oh, finally, some music that's not for the old people, like The Who or Paul McCartney, and then, you know, you wait 10 seconds, and then it hits you. Oh, no. Oh, no. All those hits were, well, hits over 20 years ago. Right.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Well, and it's been a while since it's been, like, McCartney, The Who. Yeah. You know, Springsteen, that sort of stuff. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where, as you're watching it, and you know other people that like different artists, say Mary J. Blige back in the day. And a comment, you know, comes out, man, she doesn't sound very good. You know, whatever it might be. What You can't say that. She slayed.
5: Okay. <laughs> she killed it. That's it. Right.
2: And if not, you're a hater. So it's like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't care. Yeah. It's fine. You know. What do you think of the commercials? Well, I think they're stupid. For the most part. Yeah, there was a couple of good ones. Like it took this, wokeism but... to another level. Really. Yeah, that well, that is true. And, you know, we're selling about how women have been kept down for, you know, eons because they couldn't play football. And so here's Billie Jean King, and I, I'm sitting there going, can we just get to the game? Is it, who is this uh, trying to appeal to? hmm Right? I mean, what's the end of that? So you're going to build, what, football for girls? That's fine if you want to do yeah. that, right?
3: I yeah, No problem with it.
2: And, and then you get it to the college level where there are female football teams. And then are we going to have males that can't make it with the dude team then be playing with the girls? I don't know how that happens. But say we get the professional sports league of women, right? Then if you don't watch that's because you're sexist. The same reason you don't watch the WNBA, Scott. Right, I don't. No, you're right.
3: I don't. It's all great. That's fine. That's if you want to have a professional team and people want to go see it, I don't
2: care. Right. I, I don't want to. It's almost like the best reaction to have, instead of saying, I think it's stupid, or hey, what... It's just like, yeah, whatever. Does it, does it make you happy? If it makes
3: you happy, that's just fine. fine by me. Don't... I mean, I'm not going to get in your way. No.
2: What I, what I really find hilarious is when, if you're with a lot of people, and there are a lot of women all talking about how stupid it is.
3: <laughs> like the WFL? Yes. But
2: all that sort of mm-hmm. thing. You know, it just... It cracks me up. Um, so a lot to go over with the Super Bowl reaction to a number of different things. Um, there was one part of the halftime show that at least was trending on social media that I don't know how much people were talking about it. Was the misogyny. Misogyny? Yes. Of oh, what?
4: Ladies were twerking on
3: stage. You mean, well, that's, isn't that part of the whole culture? I mean, as far as going
2: uh, back in the day, uh, with of the yeah, and Dippity uh, Hop, for back the, in those days, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, there are some people that haven't forgotten about that because that used to be the big critique, right? Right. Misogynistic, glorifies violence, well, all those sorts of things, and and a lot of that gets a pass now, but not for everybody. So more on that a little bit later. Mm. Well, you have basically people on the left fighting with other people on the left, which, which is always, always fun. fun yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, man. Big story over the weekend. I don't know how well it was covered legacy media-wise, but this is a big story, Dave. Yeah,
4: yeah, it is. Well, special counsel John Durham, that's the guy who's investigating the corruption behind the whole Trump-Russia conspiracy. I mean, it involves a lot of players here, so I, I, I'll try to simplify it as much as possible because you're like Perkins, Coy or whatever, them law firm, whatever. Okay, another court filing has a stunning claim. Essentially, Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign paid someone to hack into Donald Trump's computers, not only during the campaign, but after Donald Trump became president. And this brings...
3: Yes, right.
4: When he was in the White House, when he was president of the United States, he was under surveillance, uh, basically with the blessing of the FBI. Now, Durham says the person referred to as Tech Executive One monitored Trump's internet traffic at Trump Tower, at his apartment, and yes, at the White House. It's assumed that the tech executive in question is a guy named Rodney Jaffe. Now, this was part of an orchestrated attempt to make it look like Donald Trump was taking orders from the Russian government, which we all remember, you know, the Mueller investigation and constantly hearing updates and the walls are closing in and, He's getting desperate. Oh, Donald Trump's gonna go to prison because he's working with a hostile foreign power. <laughs> right. No, man, it was completely <laughs> invented out of whole cloth by political operatives who were then spying on the president of the United States, and somehow this isn't a big story? How's that no. possible?
2: I know. I yeah. understand. I mean you think back to the last election, all the big stories that just didn't get covered. Because right. I guess if what NBC, ABC, CNN, they nobody covers it, it's not a story.
4: Right. Well, it is also fun and and this gets to what you just said, Jamie. Yeah. It's fun to go back to that sixty minutes interview Donald Trump did with Leslie
5: Stahl back in twenty twenty. Oh, right. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. So the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, Well, There's Leslie. no e- real evidence of that. Of course there is. It's no. all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can
6: I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes.
5: Oh, gosh.
6: And we can't put on things oh, we can't God. verify. You won't put
5: it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on
6: things we can't verify. Leslie, they
5: spied on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No.
2: It was verified at the time. Yeah. That- I remember talking about it the next day. She's a hack.
5: Yeah. Total hack. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to put it on the air. No,
6: as a matter of fact, I don't know
5: that.
4: Well, you're a crappy reporter then, because if you remember, like you said, Jamie, I mean, the the information had been out there for the better part of two years. Not, Not on some blog, not people reading tea leaves and jumping to conclusions. You're talking about the Office of the Inspector General for the Department of Justice, who had said, yes, they used, the FBI was surveilling the Trump campaign and transition using really shaky legal grounds to
2: do so. Yes. I can remember doing that. It doesn't even seem like that long ago. I remember what we played that day, and I remember... Megyn Kelly, I think, had just started her podcast and laid Leslie Stahl to waste for being a hack. (laughs) Like, laughable. Like, you had no idea that Leslie Stahl was that bad. Like, she must have had producers around her for years to prop her up and make her look good, do all of her work because she was so ill-prepared for that whole thing.
3: What was the motivation behind the spying after he was elected? Oh, after? Was it to overturn the election? (laughs) Sort of, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. More on that a little bit later. How many times, by the way, do we hear Hillary Clinton say, no one's above the law? (laughs) A hundred thousand
2: times. And questioning the outcome of an election. (laughs) Right. I mean, it just makes you shiver with fear. Oh, it really does, yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, Canada. The Freedom Convoy. Yeah. Some twists and turns going on. What's the latest well, David?
4: Canadian Prime Minister Justin Castro Trudeau <laughs> is still trying to figure out how to break up the Freedom Convoy. Now apparently the blockade at the Ambassador Bridge between Windsor, Ontario and Detroit. Yes. Uh that's been loosened up because there were some arrests being made over the weekend and others just kind of left uh, mm-hmm. of their own volition. But there are other convoys uh getting together in protest of vaccine mandates. And, I mean, it's today, apparently, Justin Trudeau uh, is going to be invoking more emergency powers that would make it easier. He says he's not going to do this, but it would make it easier for him to deploy the military if he could. Wow. If
5: you join the protests because you're tired of COVID, you now need to understand that you're breaking laws. The consequences are becoming more and more severe. You don't end up losing your license, end up with a criminal record, which will impact your job, your livelihood, even your ability to travel internationally, including to the U.S. We've heard your frustration with COVID, with the measures that are there to keep people safe. We've heard you. It's time to go home now. What a punk.
2: Yeah. What a little punk. Agree. It's, it's hard to take. I mean, you, you, obviously we're not Canadian. Still to watch this thing unfold and this guy. What a coward in so many different ways. And again, what you can't get anybody to comment on that makes sense in any sort of way. And if you've heard it, please tell me. With the vaccine mandate. It doesn't stop Omicron. It doesn't stop you from getting it. It doesn't stop you from spreading it. So why is the mandate still such a big deal? That seems to be the question that people even on the left have now.
4: Yeah. Well.
2: That can't be answered.
4: I don't know if you saw the big news today, though. Washington, D.C. is dropping its vaccine mandate tomorrow. Yeah. The dominoes are starting to fall now.
2: But some people are hanging on for dear life. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Uh, based on what? It just doesn't make sense to me at all. Meanwhile, don't forget Valentine's Day. Uh, are you? Should I say Happy Valentine's Day? I don't know. I'm, ju- I'm just trying to do what I'm supposed to do. I don't no, want anybody feeling.
3: I think that is still something we can use. Like, hey, Scott, Happy, happy Val- Valentine's
2: Day. Thanks, man.
3: Really. Okay. Well, you can if you want. I mean, there's nothing against it, in other words, unless, of course...
2: No, that's what I'm saying. Should I? Well, is it a bad thing
3: if I don't? Well, I don't think it's a bad thing that you don't, but I think we have to be conscious of people who don't have
2: Valentines.
4: That's true. You really do. You, you don't want to say that without asking them what their preferred Valentine's Day status is.
2: That's right. Well, I don't want a long conversation. Well,
4: well that's, that's called doing the work, Jamie.
2: I don't want to do the work. I did the work when I was in grade school. I've talked about this before. It was the most knuckleheaded thing that I ever thought when I was in second grade, third grade, fourth grade, where I'm with my buddy, and now we're made to write out a Valentine to everyone in the class. Dear Larry, (laughs) happy Valentine's Day. Sure like to play outside at recess. Your friend, Jamie. (laughs) Put a novel open, and then you open the same card for everybody. It was the lamest, stupidest thing ever. What were we supposed to get out of that? Is that still a thing?
4: Well, you don't want to be solo-phobic.
2: Okay. All right. Clue so I'm just trying to do the right thing here. Dear David, <laughs> dear you. Scott, I happy Valentine's it. Day. Okay. Uh, inflation <laughs> is up because, well, people have jobs? That's Nancy Pelosi. That and much more coming up right here. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show. Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the Millennial. David Van Camp, one that really enjoyed the halftime show, and then the sexy Boomer, yeah, Scott Robbins. Okay,
3: I didn't hate it.
2: Well, I, did I say you hated it? No, I just you mentioned that
3: David really liked it, and I said well, I didn't hate it. I mean, it's not for me. I just give up on that. Right. Yeah,
2: but I do oh, yeah. like that M M song. I know you do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought. Dre was the best part of it, to be honest. Did you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was just me. About Mary J. Blige? No, not for me. Not for me.
4: I was convinced last night was going to be the night that it finally comes out that Tupac
3: Shakur is actually alive. Yeah. That would have been something. (laughs) That would have been something. If he
2: comes out of the riser and there he is, holy cow. You know what I was kind of hoping for? What was that? Out of the riser? Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been funny, too. (laughs) That would have been hilarious. Okay, let's get this straight right now. The reason inflation up is because people have jobs. Yes. Got it? It's a good thing.
4: Yeah, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, third in line when it comes to the president, uh, presidential line of succession here, uh, was asked about inflation, and the response makes no sense. Here she is on ABCs oh this week.
6: Okay. Well, what, let me just talk about the inflation thing, because people are saying, well, what we're spending is causing inflation. The fact that people have jobs always contributes to an increase in inflation, and that's a good thing. But inflation is not a good, you know, we have to contain Your it. Your wages are not keeping up with prices. That's right.
3: Muggerkin.
4: we have <laughs> There are just too many people working, and that's why inflation is out of
3: control right I've, now. Uh-huh. She invented that. That's brand new. The more people work, the higher prices are. By the way,
2: McGurkin, what Scott mentioned is, well, is political right. speak. It yeah. doesn't make sense, but it's words that sort of sound good together.
3: Right. They, they run together individually. They make sense, but all collectively, they make no sense. And it reads left to right. And you're a fairly average, intelligent person. And we all are. And we don't understand anything she just said. I watched that live and I'm, I'm looking at my wall going, what was that? And you got to play it back because I don't even know what she did. Just garbled mess of. Talking points. yeah
2: It happens where she doesn't finish her
3: thought. It, right. It's it's the exit ramp strategy that Biden has. A little people bit.
6: People are saying, "Well, what we're spending is causing."
2: It just, it just stops. Yeah, the exit ramp spending. I, it's hard to track because you didn't finish the sentence. People
6: are saying, "Well, what we're spending is causing." The fact that people have jobs. <laughs>
2: what? Well, that, that's what it is. Yeah. The fact that people have jobs.
4: Yeah, and, and there is there is. uh there can be uh, an increase in inflation with higher employment numbers just because salaries cost companies money, and they try to offset that by raising prices. But that is absolutely not, not. what, what no. is happening right now.
2: It's not, no. Meanwhile, Russia, Ukraine, trying to figure out exactly what's going on. You know, leader of Ukraine saying, everybody's freaking out. We're not freaking out. It's the media and the United States and everybody else causing the freak out. Just relax. But you are watching the news, and you're thinking to yourself, well, you've got thousands of Russian troops pretty much around the country. I, most countries might be a little bit nervous. What exactly is going on here? Yeah. You know, I don't think we're going to get a straight answer from the president. He's having a hard time keeping track of who's who and what's what
0: Ukraine. I mean, it's going to be Iraq, Afghanistan,
2: whatever. <laughs> but one thing that we got to do is suspend the avocado imports.
4: Yes. Yeah. Joe Biden has suspended all imports of Mexican avocados. So now we riot. Um, now, an American plant safety inspector was threatened. Uh, there's only one state in Mexico that is fully authorized to export avocados, and there's a big turf battle between cartels and, you know, run of the mill extortion of avocado farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people have been killed over the avocado production in that area. So apparently, an American inspector got a threatening phone message, and the U.S. said, okay, we're done importing avocados. So just keep sending us illegals, okay? Got it.
3: But we're, we're the border is closed for avocados. Okay. If Biden sounds like he's on the ten thousand dollar pyramid, they're giving him clues <laughs> to, try, to try to figure out what the right answer is. He is shouting out words like until you get to the right one. <laughs> <laughs> he he's Drew Carey's on the other side giving him clues.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
3: Argentina, Europe, uh, there.
2: We're <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very confusing. It is. Well, and all I can think is uh, avocados, the border. Right. Uh, you can't <laughs> use a horse to attack people <laughs> with oh avocados. <laughs> if that is like your homeland security, just keep it all straight, okay? You got whips. You're knocking them out of their hands. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> New Zealand blasting Barry Manilow to break up its freedom convoy. we got to get to that coming up. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Freedom Convoy, New Zealand. Yeah. A lot of people hadn't heard about this. This is pretty wild. No,
4: this is happening all over the place. You know, inspired by the truckers in Canada, people are protesting vaccine mandates, COVID shutdowns, all these requirements that haven't really worked. Uh, New Zealand officials, though, in the capital city of Wellington... Uh, demonstrators have set up camp on the grounds of the country's parliament and have gathered on the streets to protest the vaccine mandate. Now, uh, Radio New Zealand is reporting that the protesters uh, were then treated to a playlist of sorts from the government. They were blasting out Barry Manilow and James Blunt, as Ooh, well as man. the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <It's not. laughs> Whatever it takes. I'm leaving. I'm leaving.
4: Now the protesters responded to the music by yelling back and then playing the song "We're Not Gonna Take It" by Twisted Sister. All, all right. D.
2: Snyder proud.
3: That's, That's great. awesome. Yeah, good for him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know they're talking about this happening in the United States. Yes. Starting March 5th. And it's been suggested that it's going to go, you know, all the way to D.C. Some people have said, you know, here's a bad thing. If you do that, everybody's going to say insurrection. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Instead, have all the truckers just form a big line at the border, at the southern border, to stop the illegal immigration <laughs> from happening. Oh, okay. gosh.
3: That is fantastic. I'm
2: like, you know what? That's a pretty decent idea. Yes, kind of like that. It's two birds, one stone. Suggest- Absolutely. Um Meanwhile, apparently there's been another January 6th moment. What does that mean, David? Dude. Okay.
4: So CNN published an incredible piece of analysis. They didn't call it opinion. It was news analysis over the weekend about Joe Rogan and that montage of him saying the N-word several years ago. But, you know, they're like,
2: out of a bunch of episodes, he said it 20 times. Ah!" But it was out of context.
4: Right. So this article is by a guy named John Blake. The headline is Joe Rogan's use of the N word is another January 6th moment.
3: No, my gosh. What? Oh, my it God. Get- <laughs> God. Man, mentally it, ill.
4: It gets, it gets worse from there, Scott. Oh. What Rogan and those that defend him have done is arguably just as dangerous as what a mob did when they stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th last oh. year. Yeah. Rogan breached a civic norm that has held America together since World War II. <laughs> Once we allow a white public figure to repeatedly use the foulest racial epithet in the English language without experiencing any form of punishment, we become a different country. We accept that the mainstreaming of a form of political well, violence that's as dangerous as the January 6th attack... Before you go any further with that,
2: so... Rogan had used the word, either describing what someone else had said Mm -hmm. or a song lyric, the way we all understand it, right? And that's how it's taken out of context. But just the fact by him saying the word is what is incredibly offensive. And according to this piece at CNN, that's been the norm since when? Uh, Since World War II. That you don't ever, ever say the word even describing what someone else said you would have to say right. like in word right right
3: you know nobody was offended by this well
2: hold on a second we got a problem scott before well, you even the give the me your take. well the problem is we got our president he's a trouble then we already have a mayor we don't need any more big shot is that real absolutely yeah. holy moly yes
3: i've never heard that
2: yes biden Good is golly. quoting someone else but he uses the actual word yeah so that's why I was Whoa. curious when you had to stop doing that. Yeah. Well. Because apparently we had a January sixth moment in the early nineties <laughs> by a lucid Joe Biden. Yeah, correct. <laughs> right. Did they've used that on newscasts? I mean, since the year two thousand.
4: Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was just a few years ago. Louis C.K. before he was ousted for the la 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 stuff, yeah. right? Um. Yeah, he had a whole bit, and I thought it was pretty funny. He says, I, I want to talk to you guys about the N-word. I hate the N-word. And then he says the actual word and says, no, not that word. I hate it when somebody says the N-word because you're making me say it in my brain. Right. That was the whole shtick. I mean, it was it was a funny bit that he did.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Notice, but according to this piece, right. it's... It- It's like an insurrection. That
4: that was a January 6th moment before
3: January 6th even meant anything. Right, exactly. Uh, This has been around for how long with this Joe Rogan thing? And not one mention of it?
2: No, 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 they did mention it when Rogan said...
3: Ivermectin!
2: No, when he said that he was backing Bernie Sanders in 2020. And it was the Biden people that brought out his use of the N word in the past. So then it went away and it came back. Yeah. Yes. Because some might say it was planned this way. Well (laughs) (laughs) Golly. Because you you dig up things when you want to take somebody out. You go back through the Twitter feed, you go back through, you know, a ton of shows and you find this stuff. But that stuff had been found before. But it, it you know, when the left figures, man, we're calling misinformation on this guy. We can't get him canceled. We may have to go with the N-bomb because we've got that in our back pocket. And, well, people said no. We're not going to do that. Gosh dang. Well, and I don't even know. I know we talked about it on Friday. um, But I don't know. It To me, not a lot of mainstream media picked it up. And that was from the UFC press conference the other day. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I heard this. Yeah.
2: The fighter that backed up Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. uh, Who ended up winning over the weekend? Um, I always butcher his last name. Israel Adensaya.
3: Hey, you want to try it? No, no, I
2: don't. (laughs) Just trying to help. A little comedic take. If you you missed that whole bit, I think the question was actually asked to Dana White, president of UFC. About Joe Rogan, the controversy with Joe Rogan, and that's when Israel steps up and say, "I'll take it because I'm black." If if you happen to miss this,
4: I had a question for you around uh, Joe Rogan. There's been a lot of controversy uh, with him.
0: Uh... First off, let me take this one. Hold up, I'm black. I can take this one. Look, okay. <laughs> uh, what what you? Were... No, no. There's a there's a lot of. In this game, there's a lot of snakes in this game. I've been in this fight game since 2008. And Joe Rogan is one of the nicest, coolest, humble mother I've had the pleasure of working with. Understand that. you know, it's just, the noise, man. You know what they're trying to do. You can't control the man. And he's got the biggest platform in the world right now. So that's my Joe Rogan. the noise.
2: That's my n*** right there, Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Bleep the noise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one didn't get covered so much. Well, no, but he speaks I, for a lot of people. Well, it doesn't seem that this particular fighter felt like it was a January 6th moment. Right. God.
3: Everything is now. <laughs> everything is a January
4: 6th. Oh, it, right. it just is. In that CNN piece, they also linked him to the Rwandan genocide.
3: No way.
4: Yeah. The
3: Rwandan Whoa. genocide. Yeah. And Joe Rogan. Yeah. Oh, my god! Said what
4: gosh. This is from that article. What triggered the violence in part were the messages that came from people in positions of power in Rwanda. Many, like Rogan, had a public megaphone and an audience.
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow. <clears throat> Every atrocity known to man is <laughs> just <laughs> like Joe Rogan. Yes, exactly.
2: This man, I had conversations with some different people over the weekend. Rogan's name gets brought up. I'm starting to believe there is no one more misunderstood than Joe Rogan. Yes. Because even though, what was it, his podcast reaches 11 million? Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there, yeah. Okay, something like that, right? You have all of these people now because his name is almost a household name, but very few understand what he's really about. First of all, there are a lot of people that think he is just spreading complete misinformation when it comes to vaccines And he's telling everyone, don't get the vaccine. That's not true. Never said that. (laughs) That he is just not a very bright guy and that he is just winging it all the time. That's an absolute farce. If you're familiar with that guy at all, very well studied in a number of different ways. He may look like your average meathead fight, bro, if that's your stereotype. The guy is incredibly intelligent. A lot of people don't understand anything about him. And pretty much anybody I know that likes Joe Rogan can tell you one thing about him they don't agree with. You get what I'm saying? In other words, he's got a lot of different views on a number of different things because he talks about all that stuff on his podcast. Just like in real life, it's hard to find someone you know that you agree with on everything. He just has a lot of different opinions on things. And for most people, that's not a deal breaker that you can't have a relationship with that person or you can't listen to them because that you find them interesting. He's a great communicator, and he's curious. Yes.
3: That's the thing I like most about him. He's, he's very curious. He's not from a journalist school. He no. He doesn't have that kind of background. He's just a guy who's curious. Just ask questions. And he's an every kind of man, though his approach to it is every man approach. And it works. 11 million people later.
2: Yeah. The reactions he has is like a lot of people. <sighs> oh, by the way, Kanye West update, if anybody wants it.
3: I do. I'm always interested in what you... Kanye's up to.
2: Okay, so... I with, am. With Kanye, he was in a Super Bowl commercial, you know. I saw that. Uh, he breaks up, or Kim Kardashian, you know, that that thing's over, right? Mm-hmm. And she is dating Pete Davidson. That's been documented on the show because it drives Robbins crazy. He well, doesn't understand it. inexplicable. Well... He had another meltdown, apparently, over the weekend talking about Kanye um, and has threatened Pete Davidson again. Wow. This is going to happen sooner or later.
4: Yeah. What? They're,
2: Do you I, think that I, she's I, actually going to break up with him? Kim is going to break up with Pete Davidson before Kanye puts the smack down?
4: No, I'm afraid of an O.J. Simpson Whoa. type situation. Kanye's out of his mind. I like his music and everything, but, man, he
2: is out of his mind. Hmm. Okay, man. You, you you really think he's crazy? He's, he's mm-hmm. you know capable of doing something like that? Yeah, I do. Wow.
3: Well, if David's theory is correct, and all Pete is is the middle reliever, he'll be booted soon anyway.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's not a closer. No. This is just a little thing for a little while. Mm-hmm. We still have our bet, by the way, David. Kim Kardashian, she's supposed to get her lawyer's license or pass the bar or whatever this year. Mm-hmm. Or you lose the bet. I think she will. Actually, it was supposed to be by the start of this year, but I'm giving you, you know, just nice Mm bites sometime by the end of 2022. Mm -hmm. And Robbins won the Super Bowl bet, just for an update on that. Worst case scenario, because I wanted the Bengals to win bad. Mm -hmm. So, okay, you take the Bengals to cover? And they did, because the line was three and a half. The Rams won by three. So I lost the bet and the Bengals lost. That sucked! (laughs) Guess that's why you don't bet that way. What are you going to do with that five dollars, Scott? Well, little Valentine's present for somebody treats out of the vending machine for the next three days. Yeah, you already owed me 20, you're just down to 15. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Biden attacked the NFL for a lack of uh, black coaches. We'll get to that much more coming up. Van Camp and Robin show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Apparently, uh, the president was attacking the NFL for a lack of black coaches. Of course, he was. Why do you say that?
3: Well, because it's just right up his alley. What do you mean? It's what he does. You got to deflect from everything else. You got to go. You got to try to change the subject as often as possible. If you're him, you
2: got nothing to talk about. That's not miserable. We'll say he was asked the question. He's just answering the question, and he just thinks it's terrible. Well, again, what's he going to say? Well, I know what he could say. It's like, you know what? I would have to go through with each team who they interviewed, what the interview process was, why they ended up picking the coach that they picked. I mean, this has come up again. Tell me if I'm wrong here, David. This is the way I've read this whole situation. You had the Dolphins coach get fired, and then he is interviewing for a job in New York, but they knew ahead of time he wasn't going to get it, but they went through the interview process anyway.
4: Yeah, because the they're, they're what's called the Rooney rule in the NFL, where you have to at least interview somebody who is not
2: white. Right. Which, you know, the criticism of that rule for a long time is, well... You have to interview someone of color. That doesn't mean you're going to give them a job, but you could give somebody false hope because there have always been situations where, you know, a team, any sort of business has someone they know they want to hire, but they have to go through the, quote, hiring process, checking off boxes, knowing that they're wasting this individual's time and wasting their own time, but this is what they have to do, right? Mm -hmm. Right. That's been the criticism. Right. So then in... Houston, the Texans, they hire Lovey Smith, who is black, mm-hmm. right? So Flores, the old Miami coach, you think, hey, well, that, that's cool and everything, but they, apparently they hired the wrong black guy.
4: Yeah, they. Yeah, then he said they only fired him because, or they only hired him because he was black.
2: It's like, well, wait a minute, hold on a second.
4: By the way, just a side note: the law firm that he has retained exclusively white people. Interesting. Which I thought was, was kind of funny. Uh, apparently, he likes racist law firms.
3: Man, maybe he selected a law firm that was based on their experience and expertise. Well, that's just part of the. Well, I know that's part of the problem.
2: Supremacy, dude. Yeah, I know. Can't do that. For- the NFL commissioner recently said that the league will not tolerate racism. Got it. Please. Okay. I know. know, It It gets in all this stuff.
3: How how do you prove that?
4: The NFL was literally fighting to keep something called race norming when it came to the payouts for players who were lied to about traumatic head injuries. And what race norming was, was as they are looking at cognitive decline, uh, you have sort of like the average IQ, and then they lowered that. For African-Americans, basically saying that black players who were entitled to money, to compensation, didn't get as much because there was an assumption that their IQ started lower than white players. Good boy. They fought for that. Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. And then they gave it up when the pressure came on too strong. Last year. Trying to make up for that now, David. Yeah, but they pan- they painted end racism, and it takes all of us in the end zone. So, you know their heart's in the right place when they assume all black people are inherently stupider than white players. Wow. These people make me sick sometimes.
2: It It, it does get in the way sometimes of enjoying the game with all the other stuff that's going on. One of the NFL commercials that ran last night was about, you know, calling... Um, in an emergency situation, and it was something to the effect of every domestic violence call deserves to be answered. I mean, the timing. The first story that I saw after the game was that Adrian Peterson was arrested for alleged domestic violence incident involving his wife during a flight. On an airplane. Yes, he's yeah. had issues before. Yeah. Holy smokes, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's some issues. Sometimes people just want to enjoy a game. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show.
6: Are you ready? Here we go.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Thank you so much for being here, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A lot to talk about the Super Bowl yesterday. More on that. Was an exciting game all the way. It was down a good game. Finish. Yeah,
3: I'm glad about that. I thought it was going to be a blowout early. you were wondering. I thought,
2: oh boy, here we go. But no, good game all the way through. Yep. Didn't like the outcome, but that's okay. No, me too. it so
3: well. Um, but I like that quarterback. That guy's got a great story. No doubt.
2: Yeah. You know, there's so many different things going on in the world. You know, keeping an eye on Russia, Ukraine, keeping an eye on Canada with, I mean, this has been really remarkable. I don't know the last time we've seen anything quite like this freedom convoy. Yeah. Where so many people are coming together to really peacefully push back against the government and say, no, we're done. We're not doing the vaccine mandate thing anymore. Right. That's too much, especially from, what was it, 90% of truckers have been vaccinated. Right. But to say it's too far, and I don't know how much you can measure how many people have been convinced since Omicron came around and you realize, well, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting it or spreading it. So the mandate no longer makes sense. This is now we're done with it. That's what it would seem to me. Yeah. No one seems to be asking that question. No,
4: no, it's just it's just continuing to call them neo-Nazis, white supremacists, all that kind of stuff, even though, well, they're not but no they're not no and it's it's interesting to me as the uh, freedom convoy protest continues in canada and then grows around the world i think they made protesting illegal in france because of because of a freedom convoy there uh media's having a really hard time with it because this actually is a mostly peaceful protest and suddenly it's really bad when it's affecting things that uh well they like right They don't seem to understand why people would be upset about things like vaccine mandates or COVID-related restrictions, probably because they're not affected by most of them. But here is uh, Miguel Marquez on CNN this morning reporting from Windsor, Ontario. Uh, This has devolved from sort of vaccine mandate concerns to general mandate concerns to just Anger at the government here and feeding on a lot of that sort of uh, anger that we see in the U.S. and around the world from the far right uh, and and concerns about sort of too many government restrictions. And they want their freedom back, whatever that means. <laughs> whatever, whatever that means. Whatever, no, whatever right. that means.
2: Whatever. whatever. And I, you I, just stated it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and that, that comes less than 24 hours after... More than 70,000 people gathered, mostly unmasked, at a high price Super Bowl. Yes. That's what people are talking about because you got all of the rich and famous and the beautiful people not having to mask up. Correct. But in LA today, all the kids are having to wear masks. Yes. Despicable. That's D- despicable. That's what people are talking yes. about. That's what people are pushing back against.
2: And again, most of the celebrities we're talking about, not all, but most, wouldn't you say, are over the age of 40? Yeah. Give or take. A lot of them. Yeah. 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 They vaccinated are more at risk than a kid not vaccinated. But it's the kid that's got to mask. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't follow the science. People have had enough. Yeah. They see the hypocrisy. They're done. You, know, you brought out a piece of audio, David, I can't wait to hear, just to compare it from the Super Bowl yesterday to what was going on a few months ago.
4: Yeah, it is kind of interesting that you have all these people crammed into a stadium, not wearing a mask. Oh, my gosh, are going to kill me <laughs> But there was none of that. There was no freak out. It was like, oh, wasn't the halftime show so great? And, oh, wasn't the game so fun? Oh, I'm so heartbroken for Bengals fans. But mm-hmm. remember when college football... Got underway, and there was a similar sen- uh, sentiment when the NFL got underway as well. But this is a montage from back last fall.
6: Despite the coronavirus pandemic, college football looked like
5: college football. Maskless fans packed into stadiums. I just can't get over the pictures. It's a
6: terror <laughs> we've been feeling over the summer. Nobody was wearing a mask. Folks just weren't doing it. Are
5: crowds like that safe? I thought COVID's about to have a feast. What did you think? I thought the same thing. It's tough. It's it's like we're fighting this fight alone as healthcare workers. It's like none of the public seem to care.
2: And again, one of the reasons that I think it got so much attention in this way is because it's in L.A. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's November. Scott, you couldn't make that cowboy game, David, but we're at a cowboy game in Texas. I remember seeing a whole lot of mass. No. But you're in Texas. No. Yeah. So, I mean, you just know it's not going to be there. It's no Texas moved on a long time ago.
3: I have a question though. But um, in LA,
2: yes, yeah, with all these people that have been preaching, masks! right. And then they're there. There's no masks, Yeah. but the kids got a mask the next day.
3: Yeah. Well, at the school today, yeah, they all had the mask up, but I have a question and my question is this. I saw Mayor Eric Garcetti at the game, David. Yeah. Jamie, he didn't wasn't wearing a mask and. The last time this would happen, and there was a picture taken, he was holding his breath. Remember, that's what he said. Yeah, I couldn't. If he it. held his breath again, he holds the world record now for holding
4: your breath and not dying. No kidding. He's also the only person who I know who can speak while holding his breath. It's,
3: what a talent this guy is! It really it is, is despicable. It is despicable. You
4: know, you know, also something that just dawned on me. What's that? When the Super Bowl was in uh, Tampa, the previous Super Bowl. Remember yes. how much of a lead-up there was about how this was going to be a super spreader event? Oh, yeah. And then it never happened, but there was never any follow-up for that. It didn't happen yes. when it was in California, huh? Isn't that weird? Now that you say that, doesn't, man. Doesn't that tell, tell you something? Because the
2: party afterward, and people were freaking out. Right. Because, you know, people that was in Tampa, and they were partying afterwards. Yeah. And yet the freak out was definitely on. Totally forgot about that. That's a great point that you bring up.
4: But but it's like, okay, you've actually gotten in, uh, you're, you're in a situation now where even vaccinated people can get and spread the coronavirus. Yes. So theoretically, if the mask mandates really worked the way that they said they would, then they should be outraged that all these people were showing up without a mask on. Yes. Did you see the side-by-side? It's Ellen DeGeneres taking a selfie. She's in the stands. No one's wearing a mask. Uh, And then they showed a picture of a a military, a service member, part of the color guard, who had to wear a mask. (laughs) That's a powerful image, man. I'm telling you, the Super Bowl is as good of a game as it was, and I wanted to pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. This, though, seeing the scenes of all of these high-minded celebrities who've been shaming everybody for not wanting to wear a mask, oh, wearing a mask isn't a big deal, all of that, seeing them having a great time, glad you had a great time, but that was one of the singular most radicalizing events for me personally in the last two years. I knew it was going to happen. I was psyching myself up for it. But it still was jaw-dropping to me. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Because if you're part of the studio audience at Ellen's show, you must be masked. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely true.
2: You know, the other thing, comparing it to last year, uh, the Tampa mayor, I remember saying, the cops will handle the maskless people. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, it's, it's a different story now, I guess. I don't know what else you say about it. Did you see what Bernie Sanders did yesterday uh, during the Super Bowl? Hmm. Yeah, I think you were the only one that saw this, but. Yes. Um I had this story, man. Basically, the story is this. So the game's going on, and it's at SoFi Stadium, right? Yep. Well, Bernie wanted people to know. <laughs> um, SoFi. David, do you have a copy of this story? Because you could do the Bernie voice uh, way better than I can. I do not. Okay. Well, if you want, I can do my best or just read it as me.
3: Yeah, go for it. Come on, you're you're not bad. It's it's you imitating Van Camp, imitating him, but it's good. I
2: don't know, man. Come on, do it. Okay. Well, he's always looking out for the little people, Bernie. You know, multi-millionaire, many properties, Bernie. He's a man of the people. Well, Bernie is upset because SoFi, who gives out student loans, they look over the student loans, right? can afford so much money to put into this stadium in L.A., but yet there are all these people that are paying these student loans and it's dragging them down. So he tweeted out uh, during the game, how does it happen that SoFi, a student loan refinancing company, could spend $625 million to put its name on the L.A. Rams football stadium when 45 million Americans are drowning in $1.8 trillion in student debt? Today would be a good day for the president to cancel student debt. That was pretty good.
4: Yeah. Not bad. All right. But but I have an answer for Bernie Sanders if he's wondering how they had the cash, $625 million, to put their name on the stadium.
2: Can you answer it as Bernie? <laughs> it's because
4: <laughs> we have convinced an entire generation of children to sign on to massive loans for the grift that is higher education, you cannot blame sulfi for taking advantage of that situation.
2: See, you got to join he, me. The, I, see, I, you, you, you I'm sorry, but, camp's the king. He's but the Bernie,
4: king? <laughs> Bernie's part part of that class of people who is telling kids they have to go to college and take those loans out. You're financing companies that you say you hate. Yes. You're giving them customers.
2: I know. That's so true. It's hilarious. All right, there's a lot more we got to get to, including um, what they're calling them, Canadian terrorists now? Yeah. The Freedom Convoy? Terrorists. Um, It might be the first time ever terrorists got together to sing We Are the World. Oh, God. (laughs) We'll get to that and much more coming up right here. Yeah, the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xers, the Millennials, David Van Camp and the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robin. Okay, Justin Trudeau, mm-hmm. I see the headline, he is upping the stakes. What does that mean? Yeah,
4: he is. Well, Fidel Castro Jr., a.k.a.
2: <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Okay, can we get into that for a second before the sure. story because hey. every time you say that people are asking what 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 does that mean? Oh, well,
4: it's pretty simple. Justin Trudeau absolutely is the illegitimate child of Fidel Castro of Cuba.
2: That rumor had been out there for a while uh-huh. and and different journalists said it's been debunked.
4: No, the the only way it's been or the only people who have quote-unquote debunked it, it's basically using official government stuff, like statements. From the government, not actually digging into anything. Well, the official travel and the meeting of Castro and the Trudeaus happened, uh, whatever, after or before uh, Justin was born. But it's like, well, wait a minute. They had a second honeymoon. There was one Caribbean island on the list of destinations that was not listed.
2: With Trudeau's yeah. mom and dad visiting there.
4: Yeah, about nine months before baby Justin arrived. And then you see the side by side pictures, and he looks nothing like Pierre Trudeau.
2: Yes. And one thing a lot of people didn't know until recently, where it was well documented that Trudeau's mom and dad were swingers. Mm-hmm.
4: It,
2: that's not a, you know, like rumor, or dispute. That's fact. Correct? Yeah. Just so you know.
4: Well, I mean, you look at it, his mom's like...
2: Did you know that, Scott? I Well, I know
3: his mom dated Ronnie Wood of the Rolling Stones. I mean, well, this, that, that just doesn't happen along.
4: Well, his mom was like 20 years younger than Pierre Trudeau, something like that. and More than that, you than know, that even. Yeah. And she, she was pretty good looking, and Pierre Trudeau was goofy, putting it nicely.
2: Yeah. Well, it's not like he did get to swing was. a little, too. <laughs> right, right.
3: No he was in on it too yes, gal everybody's jumping a pile when they got there well, one day I,
2: well I say I, I said to Van camp, really do you believe this and he sends me a bunch of stuff and I read through it and every one of the uh pieces that said it was debunked, you read through it's like you can say, well yeah, that's debunked, but you got to give it the proof that it's debunked yeah and there's no proof
4: it's not debunked at all right and,
3: and he, he, well and, and his dad was passing out Cubans after he was born.
4: Here we go. Telltale sign right there. And remember, Justin Trudeau gave a very heartfelt statement after Fidel Castro died, to the point where even uh, liberals around the world were like, "Whoa, dude! Like he was a brutal dictator. What are you doing?" But then, you know, those of us who are informed said, "Hey, he's just talking about his pops. You know, Mm -hmm. cats
2: in the cradle and the silver spoon.
4: (laughs) He didn't get to know his dad all that well." I'm sorry. Sad, it's really. always working.
2: Think about yeah. it, you know. So, okay, son, now that I we got have that have time, part. I got to kill some dissidents. <laughs> he's upping the states.
4: Yeah, well, he is uh, invoking the, or he's going to invoke the never-before-used Emergencies Act to give the federal government extra powers to handle the protests across the country with the Freedom Convoy, protest of vaccine mandates and other COVID mitigation strategies. So this allows now he says he's not interested in using the military for now, but this would apparently uh, pave the way for him to do so more easily should he choose to.
2: Again, man, there's different statements over time. Just amazing with this guy. I mean, just recently. Yeah. It's it's not that he's against protests. It's not that. I mean, when it's something he believes in, like
5: Black Lives Matter, he's in. When I you know. agreed with the goals, when I supported the people uh, expressing their concerns and their issues, Black Lives Matter is an excellent example of that. I'm all in. It's all good.
2: Which is so funny because of the number of times that guy dressed in blackface. Remember it got to the point where he wouldn't say how many times he did it because he couldn't remember? Right. And there was new pictures of him doing blackface all the time? So they finally asked, uh, how many times did you do it? He couldn't answer it? It was like this McGurkney thing? Uh,
5: I I think um, it is obvious that that this is something that uh, was deeply regrettable. I am (laughs) weary of... Of uh, being definitive about this because the uh, recent pictures that came out, I had not remembered, uh, and I think the question is, uh, how can you not remember that? The fact is, I, I uh, uh-huh. yeah, spit it out. I didn't understand how hurtful this is to people who live with discrimination every single day. <laughs> I,
4: I know why he struggled so mightily with that. Now it just clicked. Why? is because in the back of his mind, he's thinking, you know, I could make this all go away by admitting that I am a person of color. My dad is Fidel Castro. I am Latinx. Okay?
3: God,
2: wow. But he's like, no, you Never can't do that. that way. Not part of the plan right now. Not right now, but later. <laughs> Meanwhile, people that are a part of the protest start singing <laughs> so, this might be the first time in history that we've had terrorists yeah. singing We Are the World?
4: Yeah, terrorists, insurrectionists, Nazis, white supremacists, Russian agents, all of that. This was from over the weekend. They were singing We Are the World. <laughs> like in a circle,
2: dancing back and forth. I'd be terrorists. I know, okay, right? so if we do this <laughs> okay. in America, you want more people to come out and join. That's not the way it's, to get that done.
4: I think at that point it's like, all right, Justin, send in the tanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, what do you think is going to happen from here on out? I, I think we are the, going to keep rolling? I think the only
4: off-ramp right now is if Joe Biden says, we're dropping our end of the vaccine mandate crossing into Canada or Mexico. That'll force Justin Trudeau to back down. That's his only
2: chance right now. Okay. And there's some other stuff we got to get to. Wow. Oh, there was a school that canceled the Guys and Dolls Dance. Can't do it. Really? Yeah. You know why. No. Go ahead. Guess. You know why, Scott. Because yes. of the identifiers? Well, there are gender inclusivity yeah, concerns. It. Guys and Dolls. Yep. It doesn't include everybody. Right. He can't do that. So we're just not gonna gender specific guys. Yes. We got to get to that. Dang. Oh, and a news update uh, from Van Camp story that you got to hear straight ahead. van camp and robert show jamie markley david van camp scott robbins news update david van camp Oh,
4: well, the mayor of washington dc is lifting the vaccine mandate effective tomorrow the dominoes are going to start falling very soon i think wow democrats are are realizing that what they've been doing is not playing not playing whoa
2: whoa 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 we're following the science. We're following the recommendations really? of the CDC. I
4: thought interesting. Well, the mask mandates will go away at the end of this month, except for schools,
3: <laughs> right? Well, of course.
4: Well, kids can't vote, so whatever they'll 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 you know force their authority on children, of course. Well, the teachers' unions do spend
2: yeah. a lot of money. That's the true. Democratic
4: Party. That's so. the science, really. Uh, yes. Now, the vac- vaccine mandate thing, I think, is frustrating to a lot of people because just four days ago. City officials were getting ready to suspend the liquor license of a bar called the Big Board because the bar wasn't enforcing the vaccine mandate. And uh, here's some audio from that meeting. I mean, it's incredible that the science has changed this dramatically between Thursday and today. Roll it.
3: I can tell you that the
4: appropriate outcome of this hearing is an indefinite summary suspension. Their continued operation places the community at risk. And cannot be allowed by this board. Cannot be allowed. And now and and now well,
2: as of tomorrow, hmm. you don't need to do it anymore. I like it when they say the science has changed. <laughs> has it? <laughs> no. This where are the facts and figures on that? No. No. It's the same. Man. This has to be apparent to voters, right? But I go back to this every time. Sorry. But if you only get your news from what? A little bit of social media, maybe a little bit of whatever, NBC, CBS. (laughs) Goodness knows, CNN. You wouldn't know, right? You would actually believe, oh, the science changed. Okay. Yeah, probably. All right. Well, we can trust them. You wouldn't know any different. That's one of the most frightening things to me. Well, you can't say the polls have changed. No, but that's, we that's know exactly that's what what's happened. happening. Yes. Yes. Um, talking about what people knew or didn't know, honestly, I know some people are upset about this. Some people are talking about this. Maybe I should care more than I do. Uh, but a little controversy with the Super Bowl halftime show with Eminem yesterday, as you probably heard. <laughs> Someone's saying right now, this is why the show needs video, so people can see Robbins right now doing the wave with the handout. Yeah, you got it, man. Good move, Scotty. Yeah, right. it. Well, it was uh, Eminem kneeling during the performance. You know what? I watched it. I, didn't, I
3: really didn't even notice it. At the time? I mean, at the time, I didn't notice it until it
2: was pointed out. Like, did you see him kneeling? I'm like, like oh, no, yeah. Really, maybe. I didn't pay any attention, I guess. Well... Then the story was the NFL was aware that he was going to kneel during the Super Bowl halftime performance. Yeah. I, okay,
4: yeah, I, I saw it and I thought it was really cool. It was a great nod to a great quarterback who was unfairly treated, Tim Tebow. You
2: know, yeah, just prayers you know, up. Yeah, it Tim Tebow. Nice. Yeah, is that what that was? Okay. Well, that no one said that. I like uh, David's take on it though. That's pretty funny.
3: But how's a white kid from Michigan not be yelled at about cultural appropriation? After all, he's on the stage with people that don't look like him.
2: Yeah, but Dre kind of took him in back in the day. So are you telling me if Dre
3: says it's okay, then it's okay? It must be. Okay, got it. Thanks thanks for clarifying that for me because I couldn't figure it out.
2: Yeah, Eminem seems to be just sort of accepted, right? Mm -hmm. That's not true for everybody. No. Someone's got to give their stamp of approval. I don't know how it works. I'm guessing right now. Wouldn't you say? You're the millennial, David. Wouldn't that be close?
4: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. Like, leave him alone. If Dre says, leave Eminem alone, that means uh, he's fine. Like, if Dre touches you on the head with his staff, you're good? <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I wish there was video, speaking of video, of me and Robbins back in the day in your old Camaro because you would listen to Dre. And it was the same song that you would pick all the time. Yep. Keep their mother bleeping mm, heads Head ringing. ringing.
3: <laughs> bing, bong, 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 bing, de, ding de, ding bong.
2: You had a little bass in that Camaro, too. Yeah, buddy. Now, was that appropriation at the time? You really enjoyed it. I, th- I, thought I it was... don't think you were trying to steal anything from anyone. You were just like, hey, man, I dig this. You no, know, it was fun. It was fun. Anyway, back to Eminem and the kneeling. Uh, NFL spokesperson Brian McCarthy said that report was erroneous. Okay, we watched all elements of the show during multiple rehearsals this week and were aware that Eminem was going to do that because the other report was they didn't know and Eminem surprised them all. And so this is supposed to create some sort of controversy, I guess. Anyone bothered right now? Mm, no. No. I as a matter of fact, I didn't even know. I,
3: I swear to you. I saw the whole thing. I saw the end and I, th- I didn't notice him kneeling at all. And had I noticed him kneeling, I wouldn't have known why he was kneeling. I didn't yeah. know it was some sort of, you know, protest that, of, of some sort. I had no
2: idea. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Well, he was the only one that did it. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, anyway. What was your favorite part of the halftime show, M&M. Scott? It was. I like that song. You thought it was better than Dre
3: doing the old school stuff at I, the beginning. I wasn't offended by it. It's not for me. I just watched this thing knowing that it's not for me, you know, rather than bitch about it or whine about it. I'm like, eh, hey, whatever. You know, it's not my thing, but, hey, if people dig it, so what? Right. I
2: don't care. So, I mean, if for you, I mean, you could say it sucked, but you almost don't want to say, yeah, for me, I don't care. I don't really it's not care. for me. Got I it.
3: mean, I, I really don't care. I mean, sometimes I wish they'd consider, perhaps, Fogad Bloister Cult. <laughs> Maybe head east, but no. Like, none of the
2: biggest bands of the 70s. Can you understand why they don't like do
3: country, like a big country thing, though? Wouldn't that be, I mean, like a big country review? I think they've done that, but it's been years. It's been years, ago. yeah. I mean,
2: they got all these hot country artists, you know? Come on, man. It, this day and age, you imagine the freakout that would happen? Oh, yeah. The NFL doesn't want that. And, David, you are where a lot of us have been over time. Where you didn't get to see much as far as halftime show commercials, any of that stuff, because you're yeah. trying to wrangle kids. Yeah, at we, a Super Bowl party,
4: we were. Yeah, we went over to a friend's house. Uh, they had a lot of people, a lot of kids over, a lot of their kids' friends uh, over watching the game and whatnot. So it was a little chaotic. I mean, very nice. It was good to be around other people and all that. But uh, I just I didn't see any of the commercials, and I watched some of the halftime show. But yeah, I've got a two year old who was ready to go to bed and she was you know freaking out and starting to kind of lose it a bit uh and then we get home finally i i put the chuckster to bed um and i turn on my tv so i can actually watch the game and my cable's broken oh Uh -oh. (laughs) so the colors are all washed out and there is no audio coming through so I, I'm, like, fiddling with all the cables and whatnot, and then I text a, a neighbor of mine and said, yeah, same thing over here. So there was something going on with the line in our neighborhood, and
2: i Okay, is your daughter, is she around you at this point? No, she had already been okay. put to bed. Yeah, All right, gotcha. Because the two is about the age, like, if you're, like, swearing when, a, yeah. you know, you have a baby, yeah. baby doesn't know what you're saying, mm-hmm. but they get to a certain age, you realize, I really got to edit now.
4: Yeah, I know. Because now she's starting to say, dang it.
2: Okay, see, see that's exactly it. So did you swear? <laughs> did you swear when the TV a little was bit, not yeah. working? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Can you imagine Robbins? Oh, gosh. <laughs> that would have been like an art form. Yeah, well. What? Yeah, that was, I, I mean, my, I my cable went out during the
3: Chiefs playoff game. Yeah, my cable went out. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. I'm on the phone yelling at people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you got scammed, right? Well, almost. Close. All right saved by the bell I just oh, to yeah. call. well the guys in India get to it quicker
2: okay before I move on to this other story to wrap that up for the mm-hmm. people that don't know so you're calling cable what's the deal but then it was from the cable company someone posing or right?
3: not I don't know what what was <laughs> legit and what wasn't anymore
2: but they wanted your numbers and they wanted your credit card number
3: yeah and I called <laughs> I called the cable number That's and got these stupid. guys and I don't even know how it happened Let's see yeah. So I got them. Anyway, it all worked out, but I had to cancel one card, and then you have to call everybody that you get automatically yeah. deducted from, and what a mess.
2: It's all good now. Yeah, it's all good. All right. Well, I would mentioned this story before. Um, you know, there's all sorts of dances during the high school year. Number of different names for the dances. Right. Well, at this New Hampshire school, it was the annual Guys and Dolls Dance. Yeah, okay. you heard of those before. Sure. Uh yeah, gonna gonna have to postpone that. Gonna have to change the name. Gonna have to do something else. Why? Because well, administrators say that we, we're getting some complaints. It's not gender inclusive.
4: Uh, what? So wait, what? What are the other options here? Well, oh, it's non-binary or whatever. Y- yes. Okay. So that that actually is just playing pretend. So.
2: Yes. Okay. It's, you know, it's been separated by gender here, you know, mm-hmm. but with the asterisk that anyone is welcome. I just see this, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no. It, you get exhausted after yeah, a while. you do. But at the same time, you also have to keep raising your voice up to be heard to say, listen, okay, you got to stand up for reality at some point. I mean, I know this started... When, Scott, you would get so offended, you know, Grandparents' Day when they changed to Special Persons' Day. Yeah. Oh, I can
3: see the look on your face. It still ticks you and off. That does, because it's like there's <laughs> nothing wrong with Grandparents' Day. It's fine. Anybody can be a grandparent if you choose to be. You know, I mean, if you choose to, to have children you're involved with and they call you Grandpa or you assume the role, then you can go. No one's IDing you to make sure you're the Grandpa, but just to <laughs> do away with the name completely. Because, well, then keep them hand grandpas.
2: But they could bring somebody else. So they can bring somebody else, and that right. person
3: could pose as grandpa. Why change the damn name? But then they change it to special special
2: person. persons. Okay,
3: all right, mm-hmm.
2: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm with you. I get what you're saying. It's the way you get after it. Sometimes it just you know. You've been making me laugh like this for twenty five years. It, it, it was. It was. You soon. know, and
3: I'm, I'm glad that uh, both my granddaughters are now in a position where, or at a place that they don't have that anymore. Or maybe they just don't tell me because I embarrass them. I don't know.
2: Oh, I don't think that's it. Possible.
3: Yeah. Okay. When I'm yelling, hey, what? What is what?
2: (laughs) By the way, you know. said chocolate milk. One of the controversies from the Super Bowl with, you know, a lot of the fans not wearing masks Mm -hmm. was it wasn't like they were just giving away the cloth masks yesterday either. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? No. They were giving away the KN95s. They were? Yeah. Which, by the way. You know, you could say, well, they're much more effective, right? At the same time, they're also really uncomfortable. To keep that on all the time. Oh, yeah.
3: You had to know people weren't going to wear those. Well, I had to. Well, I'm watching the game where the Can 95s they were giving away invisible because I didn't see anybody wearing them. No. No. Did you see
2: people wearing them? No. I didn't either. Not once. No. Well, and you know what? Sometimes because there's noise happening. Yeah. Maybe you just don't see it. You pay more attention when one of your senses is blocked out. Since David couldn't really have the sound, <laughs> did you see anybody, David? No, I the, did not see anybody wearing a mask. I didn't see. I mean, not not a KN95, not a
3: cloth mask, nothing.
4: Yeah. Well, I nothing. saw one. The uh the health administrator, whatever her name is, Ferrer, something like that, in Los yeah. Angeles. Skeletor. Um, oh, I mean, oh she's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she looks like the crypt keeper. <laughs> she you know? does. I mean, and she's advising you on your health uh crazy to me i mean anyway she looks like an extra from the walking dead (laughs) um anyway though but i saw her wearing one of those kn95s or whatever but the whole time she's fidgeting with the mask and i I kept laughing watching that clip because these are the same people who say like yeah it's fine to have a four-year-old wear that for six hours a day no big deal why are you whining kids are resilient you couldn't – she was struggling to keep it on her face for, like, 30 right. seconds. Yeah, it's not fun.
2: Oh, one other update real quick that I want to get to. Uh, remember Teslas, the cars that had <laughs> the preloaded flatulent sounds that would come through the boombox feature of the car? That was talked about a little bit last year. Yeah. Uh, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration just told them to disable it. No. Oh. Yeah. It's about a half million cars. Can't do that anymore. Gosh dang it. Yeah. Elon Musk said, yep, that's the fun police right there. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Which actually is pretty funny in itself. Oh, big uh, breakup with a congressperson and his girlfriend you'll want to know about. You'll get a laugh out of this coming up. Thank you so much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp.
4: Boy, it'll be great to at some point learn what's going on behind the scenes with the whole Russia-Ukraine thing. You know, Russia's positioned itself all around Ukraine, uh, and it, it seems like they are getting ready to invade. Although there's been a lot of back and forth, a lot of push and pull with whether or not, that is a serious threat, whether or not they will actually follow through with it. The U.S. government seems to have been speaking in terms of escalation more than the president of Ukraine to this point. Because the president of Ukraine has been saying, hey, keep calm, all is well. Right. Right. Well, apparently now the president of Ukraine, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, says that Ukraine has been informed that Wednesday will be the day of the attack. It's nice of somebody to give him a heads up. Mm hmm.
2: We know when you're going to attack. Yeah. And it's in two days. Mm hmm. Okay. What's the play there, David? Uh,
4: just spitballing there. But there is word that the foreign minister, sort of like the secretary of state for Russia, has been telling Putin to sort of back off of this a little bit. Yeah. And so maybe that is, you know, maybe he puts it out there, Zelensky does, puts it out there to put Putin on the hot seat, get him to walk back even more, or to take advantage of what may be some sort of fracture within the Russian government.
3: Maybe it's like a weatherman, you know, talking about the storm that's coming in three days to give you plenty of time to go get milk and bread and chips and whatnot at the grocery store and then hunker down.
2: Wow. Okay. Another update real quick. I don't know if you saw any of the scenes in Los Angeles after the Rams won last night in L.A. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, there are people, you know, jumping on cars and Mm -hmm. destroying things. There's a new term apparently that's been coined because it's not rioting or anything like that. Okay. Okay? Uh, There were problematic celebrators. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. <laughs> CBS Los Angeles problematic celebrators were seen jumping on top of a white pickup truck as police tried to disperse the crowd. LAPD declared an unlawful assembly almost 45 minutes before. No one would leave. It was problematic celebrators. She's <laughs> part of it. Oh, and the couple that broke up. Yeah, yeah. It's a me sad about day. This. Yeah, what happened? Uh, Congressman Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson have reportedly split. They were together. Yeah, no, come on. That, that, that was—I'm sure he's upset. Oh, I'm sure he is. Their They're Very upset. Privacy. Tears of rage. So I, I don't know if it's tears of sorrow, right. of rage.
4: You might actually have to grow a real beard.
2: Ah, uh, the wow. <laughs> This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show.
0: Are you ready?
2: All right, a lot of talk about Super Bowl today. Talk about interviews that happened before the Super Bowl, some after the Super Bowl. Well, there was one with Nancy Pelosi, right? Yeah, talking about inflation and the reason for inflation. Well, the
4: the reason for inflation, you see, is because Joe Biden's done such a good job getting America back to work. <laughs> so says Nancy Pelosi on uh, on ABC's This Week.
6: Well, let me just talk about the inflation thing, because people are saying, well, what we're spending is causing the fact that people have jobs always contributes to increase in inflation. And that's a good thing. But inflation is not a good, you know, we have to contain wages are not keeping up with prices. That's right.
3: Yeah. So so that's the big problem. Mind numbing McGurkin.
2: Just. Well, giving up on a thought there. Just, yeah.
3: What it. we're spending is causing... <laughs> <to> stop... <laughs> and just stop the thought and just move on.
2: Yes. Golly. Well, well, sometimes you have a hard time making out what she's saying. I know that Biden gets oh, called know. out for this a lot, yeah. rightfully so. But Nancy, honestly, is not far behind. No. Uh, her sanity has been called into question a number of times. Yeah. Or, you know... Whether or not, who knows? I know sometimes David, you'll say a little drinky, drinky. Well, yeah, I, I whatever think it is. Hers I don't is, know.
4: I, I think hers is more, you know, whiskey-induced senility than anything else. Can well, that imagine. one
2: press conference she had, people were seriously wondering about her health. Part of the
6: um, the um, uh, Mr. The, the Foreign Affairs Committee, Mr. Kendrick Meeks. <laughs> You're
3: like what? Third person in charge? Third. I understand. Yes. Joe, same affliction. What we've got here is <laughs> Mamala and her. <laughs> failure to well, communicate. Right. Well,
6: again, I, I just think she's drunk all the time.
3: I could very well uh,
6: be. A meek's bill in the um, in the House, so we will have that. But, you see, in a, def- a defense, and a bill.
3: Sheesh. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> drunk yeah, legislating with Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Golly.
4: Maybe we would be better off if the QAnon shaman had taken over on that dark
2: day in American history.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, you can certainly uh, make that argument. I guess he, was like, uh, he respected the place. You could say that about the QAnon shaman. No doubt. I mean, he wasn't going to try to tear it up. He was going to keep people in line. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah enthusiastic got to say that he's bringing energy okay got to talk about oh (laughs) justin trudeau canada Mm -hmm. and we had that clip earlier it's nuts man what he's saying about the protesters the freedom convoy and about these people he's got bill maher upset yeah bill maher thinks he's full of crap justin trudeau
4: yeah bill maher actually said he was sounding like hitler he did
2: say that which
4: again i I don't I wouldn't go that far, but uh, you
2: say keep Hitler out of the conversation yeah, always
4: I think that that's the thing anytime you start trying to compare something that's not literally genocide to the Holocaust or Hitler uh, you know take a breath count to ten, and don't that that's a pretty good idea um but yeah but but you know he was talking about things that we've talked about for the last two years and really since the uh, vaccine uptake began, and, and and it's the dehumanizing language that that Bill Maher and others are getting at, right? It's the idea that we don't we have to figure out what to do with these dirty people.
2: Yes, very much so. So this is Bill Maher, man. How long have we done this? It seems like for a while now. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's Like every week. It's a, here's a clip
0: from Bill Maher, right? Like taking the red pill. Talking about people who are not vaccinated. This is Justin Trudeau. He said, Second. they don't believe in science. They're often misogynistic, often racist. No, they're no. not.
6: That was not that, smart of him at
2: all.
0: Right. He said... By the way, do but you but know who t- the lady
2: is there, David? That's your girl. Marianne Williamson. Is it really? That's your girl. <laughs> okay. She ran for president, remember? Oh, we oh, oh, assembled she was going to bring some peace and love to the whole thing. Yeah. So
4: I see Bill Maher is busy, still... Assembling the brain trust
0: for his show. Yes. Right. He said, but they take up space. Mm. And with that, we have to make a choice in terms of a leader as a country. Do we tolerate these people? It's like, tolerate these? Now you do sound like Hitler. Mm -hmm. Uh, And recently he talked about them.
2: So usually when I do see Hitler, I'm like, okay, that's over the top. Mm -hmm. And that's probably over the top. But you can see where he's coming from. Mm
3: -hmm. But well, when you say things that are... we're not going to tolerate those people, how can we tolerate these that's people? That's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Holding holding unacceptable views. Wow.
6: Oh. I'm yeah. surprised to hear that Trudeau said those things.
0: You didn't see the blackface? I mean, he... <laughs> right. oh <Uh-oh. laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh-oh. I'm not... I mean, Uh-oh. that was not a good look for him, yeah, not bad. but I, I, I mean, c- 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 come on. I mean, that's, I think, what gets under people's skin.
2: Yes, it does. Talk about divisive. You're supposed to be all in it together and you have some people with a different point of view. It's like Mm -hmm. these people. I mean, and he has said that in so many words before. It was like the clip we had earlier where he's like, hey, it's not that I'm against protests when it's something I believe in. Like I was down with Black Lives Matter. Right. Which is still funny Mm -hmm. because he is known as, you know, Mr. Blackface. Yeah. It's astounding. Golly. Yeah. Um, did you have a news update, David?
4: Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there's the back and forth going on with the mask mandates and the vaccine mandates in Washington, D.C., and I just find it hilarious. Okay, what's I, the update? Well, because I think a whole lot of people here in the United States are starting to realize how stupid all of this is, especially the vaccine mandate. Now that you know that Omicron has not rendered it entirely ineffective, but when it comes to transmission and you getting it, they are Mm -hmm. ineffective. The Vaccines are ineffective for that. Yes, absolutely. You you can still get it. You can still spread it. So the vaccine mandate doesn't make any sense. At this point, the COVID shots are just for your personal protection. And if you say, I don't want it, then that's up to you. There is no societal benefit to having a vaccine mandate. Um, Well, in Washington, D.C., they have decided to kill off their vaccine mandate effective tomorrow.
2: <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's a big story. It really is. Yeah, it is.
4: Well, when that happens, I mean, you wonder what's going to happen elsewhere all over the country where these vax passes are. Because, I mean, just a few days ago, uh, government officials in D.C. were saying that businesses that did not enforce the vaccine mandate were a risk to public health. And the science didn't change. If that's your belief, the science did not change in four days. No, it did not. So you were full of crap then or you're full of crap now. Either way, you should never be trusted and you should never have any sort of responsibility as a leader, in my personal opinion. And the same goes in California. After we saw the Super Bowl with 70-plus thousand people crammed inside of a stadium, you got all these people not wearing masks, which is fine. I'm not mad that they're not wearing masks. I I think that should be pretty much the standard at this point.
2: I want to bring up something while we're on this real quick. So it's something I saw earlier. Alex Berenson used to work with the New York Times, had a book, Pandemia, that came out. Um, Some people thought he went over the edge with this whole thing. And others were like, man, we're just glad that there's somebody out there trying to keep track of what's going on, you know, what is the truth when it comes to COVID? What's going on in other countries? What's the truth with the vaccines, right? Certainly, he got deplatformed. He got booted off Twitter um and then, you know, became known as the spreader of misinformation. A lot of the things that he's talked about um have stood up over time. And I don't know his entire track record. You mentioned a couple things before, David, he yeah. ended up being wrong on. Um, but I saw he put this thing out, like, different steps of what we've seen so far. And as I see this, just if you can help me fact check as we go on, uh, make it as short as I can. It's different steps as this goes. Um, after we knew that it was from Wuhan and you know, we still have Fauci and people saying we, we think it was natural, not from a lab. That's almost impossible from a lot of experts in that field. Getting past that, we have vaccines that work against the virus in a completely novel way. We tested them for months and then gave them to more than a billion people. That's true, Mm -hmm. right? And part of the reason I'm going through this is like when you take a step back and look at it this way, you're like, holy smokes, where are we right now? Mm -hmm. We were surprised when the vaccines turned out to be far more effective than the virus itself at causing immune imprinting and original antigenic sin. We wondered why the outbreak has lasted far longer than previous outbreaks when neither control measures uh, nor vaccines were used when you're talking about the Spanish flu. Mm -hmm. Why does this keep going on and on and on? Are we somehow prolonging it is the question. I don't know that we know the answer. Right. But it's a valid question, isn't it? Sure it is.
3: Yeah. I mean, question everything.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Then... You call anyone who points out these unpleasant facts as a conspiracy theorist. And when that doesn't work, you censor them. Yes. Mm -hmm. We've certainly seen that. Mm -hmm. And then if you ask the question, have people profited off of this? Well, the answer is yes. Some, some have been wrecked, but some have profited. And. That's all he goes through. But then I ask myself the question, okay, who's profited? The first answer that you come into your head. Pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Okay. I'm Amaz- not saying they're they're evil. Amazon. Yes.
4: Walmart. Mm-hmm. The big box stores that were safe Locked while open. you know Jim's yes. deli wasn't apparently. <laughs> yes. Crazy.
2: Absolutely. Um You could ask then who gives most to Congress, but even with pharmaceuticals, have they ever been, well, not honest before?
3: Those people calling them into question for their honesty? (laughs)
2: What? (laughs) The biggest lawsuits in the history of the world have to do with pharmaceutical companies. So how could you blame anyone for questioning things? That's nuts. You're just supposed to follow and do as you're told. Yeah. Not question it. Or you're an anti-vaxxer. That's insane. I think more and more people are just waking up to that, saying, no, we're done. Good news front. Um, you tell me if this was good news or not. There were a couple of Bengals fans. They got married at their Super Bowl party. They love the Bengals. They were going to get married anyway. They get married at the Super Bowl party. Did they spring it on
3: everybody there they were going to do this? No. I think so- it was... I it was think pre-planned? I think so. Did
2: they do it at halftime? I don't have all the details. Okay. okay. What I'm asking is, do you ever want to do an event like that on that kind of day? No. Why is that?
4: Well, I mean, it's it's a wedding and a funeral if you're a Bengals fan.
2: that If something doesn't work out, it's like, well, I should have known. They yeah. lost.
4: Right. Well, there's that. There's also a feeling of disappointment that goes along with the good thing of being married. And then if something does go haywire with the marriage, then, you know, the Super Bowl is kind of that knife to the heart. Yeah.
2: Remember, I was called a hater. Remember when Correa shortstop for the Astros? They won the World Series, and then he proposed. Yeah. Right there. I'm Mm -hmm. like, bad move. What if it doesn't work out in the end? You would have had this great night of memories with your teammates, and now it's all tangled. Well, it depends on the marriage. Maybe if you want out of it, it's a good
3: thing. I don't know.
2: i <laughs> just, just saying. I think I think maybe Some moments just stick out on their own, right? In
4: yeah. fairness, I think he probably did have a pretty good night of memories with the
2: misses as well. Not if it all goes south, man. I could have been hanging with my bros. We just did, It was the ultimate. He was jumping off the top rope.
5: Why do you want to hang out with them?
2: I'm not saying she ever said that. <laughs> all right. News update. Bandcamp. Straight ahead. Right, The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I think I have a news update, but I'm not sure. Yes, I do have a news update. Okay. Uh, The news update is uh, you'll never guess who's back on Spotify. Oh, (laughs) I saw this mention. Neil Young. (laughs) Yeah. Are you kidding? (laughs) Dude, I saw it. Are
3: you serious? Yes. He's back on Spotify. Yes, he is. (laughs) There's a man of principle standing up to the man. <laughs>
2: right. Remember, Spotify can have Joe Rogan or Neil Young, but not both. That's what he said.
3: <laughs> you
2: forget it.
4: His money manager is like, Neil, Neil, listen. I know it doesn't bring a lot of money in every every month, but, dude,
3: you need every penny
4: right now, okay? did
3: somebody pay like a million dollars or five million dollars for the catalog? Just recently, sold half of it. Yeah.
2: I can't believe this. Oh, my gosh, dude. I can't believe it. What? So I just hit it. I, you know, just Neil Young played. I'm not picking out a song because I'm not premium. I think to mention or to have it play a song that you want, you have to pay the premium subscription, right? But just for the artist, you play. The first thing that came up was that cover. (laughs) Of all along the watchtower. <laughs> just, just terrible. Well, what did he say? I don't I've, think I've he re-thought said it or what? Anything. I just saw it. Um, it. The story just talks about how he wanted all the music off. Um, but people noticed they just tried to pull up his music on Spotify and all of a sudden, whoa, well, he's there. Wait a second. So's Joni Mitchell. How about India Ari? Not sure. Okay. But, you know, the story goes, it's not his first time caving to Spotify. Because you remember, he was pulling his music before because the audio quality was not good enough for him. Remember, it's just not the full sound. It's yeah. all compressed, that digitized stuff, and it doesn't bring out the on-key. That guy is complaining about the sound quality. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm stunned. Man. I wish, honestly, my parents would have listened to Neil Young when I was really young. Stuff like that. Then I would have believed that I could sing.
3: Hey, Dreamers Everywhere got a shot. I guess, man. That is incredible.
2: So I'm sure there's going to be an update on the story. You know, was it the label? Who was it?
3: Yeah, I want to know who it was, too. Maybe it's the people who owned the catalog. We're like, no, no, no we got to recoup some of our dough here.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, you know what? Thank goodness, because Savannah Guthrie from the Today Show can rest easy now. Oh, that's right. She loved it. Because Young. she said on the Today Show when they were covering this whole thing. Yeah,
3: I remember that now.
2: That she would have to download it, because I, she may not be able to live without Harvest Moon, if I remember. With Neil Young. But she just couldn't do it. Right. Okay. I think we're up to date there.
4: What's your update David? Uh well a couple of things. One is remember it has to do with the Freedom Convoy in Canada. So these are the people who are protesting vaccine mandates. Yes. And initially they had a fundraiser on GoFundMe. GoFundMe said no we're not going to do this. They've done that before. Yeah. We're going to we're going to pull this back. Yeah. So then there's a website called Give, Send, Go that said hey we we're going to be able to get the money to people so donate through us well then the government said hey we might the canadian government said hey well we're going to track those funds and we're going to potentially take that money away from anybody who gets it using a law that is mainly used for drug trafficking and terrorism um to combat those ills uh well now somebody has hacked Give, Send, go and they've published the names of people who have donated. And that's public right now. And for some reason, Twitter, which talked a lot about privacy, is not shutting down (laughs) the circulation of this particular doxing event.
2: They won't because it fits their ideology.
3: Wow. Very interesting. Don't you give money to people we don't endorse.
2: Yeah, because we have no it's problem. It's not with
3: your us. money; it's my money. I can damn, we'll do whatever I want
2: to with it. Rob is just getting fired I, up. He's got his top three stories up. of the day: the trifecta. Next, right here. van camp and robin show i'm jamie markley that's david van camp there's scott robbins trifecta Robbins' top three stories of the day coming up in a few it's kind of a strange day mm-hmm. day after super bowl also valentine's day there's breaking news going on on a number of different fronts and the latest in canada is pretty jarring david so yeah we we've
4: talked about this that evidently in the cbc is reporting this based on their sources now this is state-run media so got it. their sources are pretty good <laughs> i would guess uh but he is going to be justin trudeau the prime minister uh is going to be using a legal mechanism that has never been used before which would give him more emergency powers <clears throat> the word right now is that coming up this afternoon uh he's going to be uh, urging or declaring somehow and i'm not entirely familiar obviously with the canadian legal system so i'm not sure what the mechanism would be for him to do this or how he would be able to do this but essentially the equivalent of martial law that's the word wow that play that out holy smokes man the word is that yeah uh military has been briefed that doesn't mean that military is going to be deployed uh The CBC reporting earlier today seemed to suggest that he was not considering that at the moment. But, uh, you know, for me, it's like, well, forget about Ukraine. We may need to liberate Canada uh, sometime soon.
2: I mean, play that out. That gets ugly fast. It gets very
4: ugly very, very fast, yes.
2: And it does seem, at least at this point, where government entities, Canada, United States, really don't seem to have a great read of quote the people Mm -hmm. they've just i mean in my opinion haven't gotten out of the bubble but i mean they really have a warped sense of reality Mm -hmm. that's shown up in polling again and again and again all of a sudden right now i mean we've talked a lot about Mayors from the Democratic Party, governors from the Democratic Party, all of a sudden doing a 180 yeah. on their vaccine mandates, on mask mandates, because they see the will of the people. It's not because the science changed. But in this case, instead of Trudeau just saying, you know what, even though, I mean, he, he's going to get embarrassed regardless. But if he were to say right now, you know what, because of Omicron, because of this. Now we know that the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID or passing it along. Uh, We're going to stop with the mandate. But please know in the future, we don't just react to protests. (laughs) I mean, the guy had to get up there and talk about, I don't know how many times I did blackface. It's not like he's immune from embarrassment. Right. But to play this out like he's doing it for what means? It doesn't make sense unless he he really wants that.
4: I mean, honestly, this is why I I think it is appropriate to call a lot of these far left or these progressives uh, communists, because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Right. They they think that that their religion is the state and that if you are pushing back against the state, then you are actually guilty of apostasy. Essentially, you're a heretic that's well said David. and you must be crushed in order to protect the state yeah 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 wow I would Jeez. love I would really love for all of that reporting to wind up be being wrong and Justin Trudeau comes out today and says all right we're dropping the mandates we've heard you uh go home
2: oh sure but that's the whole question is this a bluff or not right I guess time will tell all right, you ready for your big three yeah set? let's roll man all right let's do this are you ready?
1: Friend. Friend to you. You. Oh.
2: It's the three most important news
1: stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Scott Robbins, top
3: three stories of the day. Do it every day at this time. Yep. Always helped by Scott's hero. Hi, it's me, Casey. Hey, buddy. For years and years. Happy Valentine's Day, bud. <laughs>
2: well, that's... You know? That's yeah, okay. Uh, I'm ready. three.
4: <laughs> uh, CNN poll a majority of Democratic voters
3: do not want the senile old
4: man in the White House to run wow. for reelection.
3: They don't. CNN poll, by the way, uh, 51% of those surveyed Democrats identified Democrats say no way, we got to have somebody else run. Now just for comparison's sake, okay? okay? Biden's running 30 points behind Barack Obama. In the renomination question at this stage in his presidency. Wow. That's incredible. Wow.
0: Well, how do you do that?
3: <laughs> I, I, I don't know, <laughs> but you've done it. He's 10 points below where Bill Clinton was.
2: And he was off to a slow start.
3: Yes. Yeah. This is now a president whose own party, we mentioned this earlier, has no confidence in him. Well, no.
2: None whatsoever that's astounding isn't that astounding but i mean when you think about everything that's going on there's just not a lot good no
3: a lot of the non-exclusive reasons too is people were asked whether he could beat a republican nominee
2: and the majority again of the democrats said no so they just don't want him no they don't want him at all yeah yeah it's like, well and as we were talking about canada what's going on there yeah possible convoy in the united states and it seems like as far as D.C. is concerned, all eyes on Russia, Ukraine. That's what they're talking about, Yeah, you know, right now.
0: Ukraine. I mean, me, Iraq. <laughs> Afghanistan. Pick one. one. Pick one. <laughs> and the countdown continues. God. Moving on to uh, two. Uh,
4: leading scientists are warning about, well, stop me if you've heard this one before, uh, new COVID variants.
3: Oh, yeah. And Joe's listening to them, nodding his head. Uh, and, you know, they're lifting sanctions everywhere right now. But now these guys come along and say, well, you know what? we got this new variant that's out there, and we're leading scientists. And we're going to tell you right now that this one could be more severe.
2: Okay. So do we know yet with this new severe variant? How does the vaccine work on it?
3: We don't know,
2: Jamie. They probably are
3: going to have to have another vaccine, though.
2: Well, they're just working on the vaccine for Omicron. And that seems to be that that's going to be as about as on time as Biden's masks in the mail. Yeah, let's just tests.
3: stop the presses right now on that one, shall we? Because we don't need it
2: right now. By the way, Scott, did you get your test in the mail? No. Oh, sorry. I've been waiting for how many weeks now? A few. David got his.
3: Yeah, I got mine Are you sure you did it week. right? Well, maybe they're holding it because it's a value, and I still owe the IRS money. I don't know. <laughs> I get nothing free until I pay back
2: all the money you owe us. So that's all they know right now about another variant.
3: Yeah, that one's coming, and uh, the you know the the Doctor Doom and Gloom here. That's the Omicron not... variant did not come from the Delta variant. It came from a completely different part of the family tree. And since we don't know where this virus's family tree is, this new variant's going to come down. We can't know
2: how horrible it's going to be. Hmm, and that's not what was the one that they just put a name on top of Omicron?
4: It was Stealth Omicron.
2: Stealth Omicron. So yeah. that isn't this. This is something. No, completely this, is a, this is a new wacky one. Yeah. All right. I mean, do
3: any of these leading scientists have names? And we hear about this all the time. Leading scientists have said, right? It depends. Sometimes yes. I haven't seen any yet to, to know who exactly is extolling this, but and who the people are. It
2: seems like you got to
3: dig deep to actually
2: get the names of the people. All right, it's a trifecta. Be like, Top three stories of the day with Robins. Do it every day at this time, helped by of course Casey Casey. Radio
5: plays them, record stores sell them,
3: Billboard ranks them, and Scott counts them down. <laughs> I did not and see finally, that coming. And <laughs> finally, one. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well done. This is man. So, so this this is kind
4: of a dark story, but. It is very confusing, Scott. Um, Bob Saget's death is very strange because he had like a skull
3: fracture and the whole case is closed. I mean, it's weird. This story came out over the weekend about this head trauma he suffered. Now, we assumed, right, that maybe he slipped and fell, hit his head and... Went to bed, right? Was tired, just yeah. went to bed, and died that way, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, when we talked about it on Friday. Well, first, I think a lot of people thought yeah. he had a heart attack or something like that. Right. And then, oh, he hit his head, but he must not have known. You know, like he bumped his head, wasn't aware that he did any damage, fell asleep, and never yeah, woke and up. Died. Yeah, died, yeah.
3: Now the description of the head trauma is really extensive. Neurosurgeons said that it would be unusual for a typical fall to cause his set of fractures to the back, to the right side, and in front of his skull.
2: Wait a second. Yeah. So the back of his skull, the side of his skull, and the front front of his skull. How does that happen?
3: They said that these injuries appear to be reminiscent of people who fall down a considerable height or get thrown from their seat in a car crash where you're banging your head multiple Mm. times or falling down stairs. I was going to say falling down the stairs maybe. I don't know. The autopsy found no injuries to other parts of his body. They said that kind of excludes a
2: lengthier fall. There would be other parts of your body, right? Yes, your back would be bruised.
3: So the medical examiner ruled that the death was accidental. Local sheriff's office said, ah, no signs of foul play. Now, there are a bunch of doctors weighing in on this now saying, well, I don't know about that. Sanjay Gupta, by the way, who also examined uh, Bob Saget's autopsy, says the report reveals what seems to be, his words now, a significant blow or blows to the head. When you read this autopsy, that may still be the case, but it was a very significant blow to the head. Pointing out that uh, the skull fractures in the skull were multiple. He said, in order to do that, when I saw this, if I knew nothing else about what had happened, you would think maybe this person had fallen down the stairs and had several impacts to the head or been unrestrained in a car accident. I mean, that's the degree of the force. Another doctor weighed in saying there is no hotel room I have ever stayed in that would allow for a significant fall enough to cause this kind of head injury. It really raises to me more questions than it provides answers. Someone brained him.
2: Yeah, you wonder about that. Hold on a second. This is one part I don't remember. Didn't he text somebody right before he went to sleep? I thought so. Yeah, yeah, he did. His family, I
3: believe. Okay. Now, now, you've had a massive head injury yourself. Now, somebody suggested that perhaps. I mean, you have, right? You <laughs> get, took a baseball bat to the back of the yeah, head, a man. Basal skull fracture. Yeah. I killed you. Yes. Um, that not all head injuries are alike. They're all different. Yeah. Right. And that maybe somebody attacked him outside the hotel or earlier that night, and he was able to walk and get back to the room and then go to bed. Not knowing the significance of his injuries.
2: Okay. Like in that scenario that you're trying to paint, right? Mm-hmm. When you're saying it's three different spots, yeah. so you would have been hit three different times? Yeah. I couldn't think. walk after one. I mean, my buddy right. had helped me in my apartment. I was bleeding out the ear. Was, I mentioned People are suggesting
3: day. maybe he was drunk.
2: Wow. Again, man, the other part that is weird to me, and I could be wrong about this. I only remember this from when this happened to me, which is coming up on, oh, what, 28, 29 years ago. right? Um... If you have a skull fracture and there's no laceration anywhere, the blood has to go somewhere, so it rushes out the ear. If Saget had multiple skull fractures, he would have been bleeding somewhere, and apparently think, he wasn't.
3: That's odd.
1: There's I know something the else. This whole thing is
3: weird. This thing stinks to high heaven. I think. Yeah, because I mean, first it was a heart attack, right? Well, he's had some issues, and- right? Well,
2: you know, and that you could understand, but then a bump on the head. That's he, no bump on the head. No. no.
3: It doesn't sound like a No, I don't bump know. This the whole thing is bizarre. Yeah.
2: Anyway, I just thought it was an interesting story. That is an man. interesting story. You know, story. I mean, <coughs> continue to follow yeah. it.
3: Oh, thank you yes. Casey for weighing in. Yes.
2: And there you have it. Thank Got you, it. buddy. Um, did you have something else, David? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Want another one? <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> okay.
4: So we talked about this about an hour ago, that uh, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, said that they're expecting that Russia will invade on Wednesday. Yes. So uh, now, according to Business Insider, there was a uh, lost in translation moment. And uh, that was a sarcastic comment that he was making according to Business Insider. Gotcha. Which is good, because that really didn't make a lot of sense to me. No. No one knows what's going on. There it is. But, yeah, this is Jennifer Jacobs reporting. Ukraine's Zelensky spooked the market with what appeared to be a sarcastic comment about the rest of the world predicting a date for a Russian attack, which he said should be a day of unity instead.
2: Okay. Got it. Well, that, now it all makes sense because he had said, we don't even think they're going to invade, and then, yep, it's going to be Wednesday. Bob, just joking. Well,
3: <laughs> Putin's sending out, we're invading on Wednesday, and you're invited.
2: <laughs> I mean, they still could invade. We don't know, but. Okay.
3: Golly. It's really been an honor for me. Well,
2: yes. Thanks, buddy. We still have uh, Nimrods in the news to get to, and another news update straight ahead right here. Goodbye. See ya. Van Camp Robert Show, Jerry Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Before Nimrod's news update, David Van Camp.
4: It's just incredible, man. So US media is out there talking about the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, saying that Ukraine has been informed there will be an attack on Wednesday from Russia. That was a joke, apparently, that he was making. Because he wants Wednesday to be like a day of unity, so essentially he was being sarcastic saying, "Well, I know that you know we're going I've been informed by the United States that I'm going to be attacked on Wednesday, but uh, I'm calling for a day of unity.
2: It was a joke. Come on, I can't take a joke. Come on, man, seriously. lighten up, man. It's just an invasion. <laughs> it's a big deal. Wow. So do people feel like dopes now that reported on this?
4: They they should. Or not. No. I mean, that, that has real-world consequences. You know, you're like, what the heck? What You're trying to make sense of it. Like, how exactly did you know or would you know that Russia's going to, you know, invade in right. two days? Did they give you an exact time by any chance? Because that would be convenient.
2: Then the market takes a dump. Yeah.
4: Wow. All right. We gotta get the Nimrods.
1: Pull show four. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van
2: Camp, and Robbins show.
5: I love the poorly educated.
2: Uh All right. Nimrods in the news. Oh, family memories at Disney. This is awesome. Couple of sisters that are there. They're adults now. Uh, Yeah, they had a few drinks. Um, what? It happens So they're at Disney Springs, um, and there's an Irish pub there. These sisters are from Jersey, so they went there, a couple drinks. Maybe they had a few many, a few too many, because they were trying to get home then around midnight, but their phone died. So a security guard called them an Uber. Uber driver shows up. It's like, I'm not taking them. They're too drunk. Forget it. Oh, man. They were hammered. So then the sisters turned on each other for some reason. The older one who was 31 said the younger one was a bad mom and oh, slapped wow. her. Then they started throwing punches and at one point then the younger sister puked on the ground. Oh, security's trying to separate them. Then they charge at each other, slipped in the puke, fell in some bushes. Okay? So then the younger sister took her dress off, we're guessing because it had puke on it. She's in underwear, bra or no bra, sandals. They finally get him corralled, arrested, and that's Nimrod's in the news.